serving or encouraging one another. And uh, this week I get to uh, finish with talking about forgiving one another. Uh, and so, yeah, you guys, forgiveness is something that um, we all need to get good at, right? I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand, okay? But I want you just to think for a second, just, just to be honest with yourself. Are you a good forgiver? Are you good at forgiving people? And I don't, again, you don't have to answer, don't, don't, don't shake your heads, don't do anything. Don't, don't, don't do anything right now, okay? I'm not going to ask you to stand up and She's not here today. Um, but um, 24 years ago, we got, we got married, it was 24 years ago this summer. And I remember when the preacher was sharing with us, he shared three things. He said, if you want to have a, you know, a successful marriage, there's three things that are really important. I don't remember two of them. I, I, I only remember one of them. And I remember that what he said was, he said, if you want to have a good marriage, you have to be good at forgiving. And I, and I can say 24 years into our marriage that that is very true. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just, that's, that's just. I, I have seen the truth of that, that 24 years into marriage, if we want to have a good marriage, we have to be good at forgiving one another. And really, you guys, it's not just marriage, but it's any good relationship, right? Any good relationship. We, we need to be good at forgiving. So uh, in, in City Light, we oftentimes like to stand when we read the Word of God, so I'm going to ask you to stand. And we're just going to read one verse. So we won't be standing for very long. Okay, Ephesians 4.32. Uh, let's go ahead and we'll read it together in English and then we'll read it together in Chinese, okay? All right, so let's read it together. One, two, three. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Okay, let me go ahead and pray for us. Lord, we thank you for this afternoon. Lord, we thank you that your word um, is life, it's spirit and life. And so I ask that through the sharing of your word, that God, that you would... Um, Change us and make us more like Jesus. And especially in this area of forgiveness, Lord, would you teach us this afternoon how to be good forgivers? Because God, you are the greatest forgiver. And so we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you can sit, be seated. So, so this scripture is very simple. Paul just said, he says this in the letter of the Ephesians, we need to forgive one another as God in Christ forgave us. And in many ways, you guys, forgiveness, if you think about forgiveness, is at the heart of Christianity. There is no Christianity without forgiveness. 
There is no relationship with God without forgiveness. And so really forgiveness is at the heart of what we believe. When Jesus, his disciples came to him and they said one time, they said, hey, teach us how to pray. And, and Jesus, you know, in different places, he teaches his disciples how to pray. And this, you know, this is a very famous prayer that Jesus taught us. And if you, if you notice, you know, one of the things that they were supposed to pray, he says, okay, when you pray, he says, pray like this, you know, give us this day our daily bread. So this is something they were supposed to be praying every day. But then right after that, so right after this, you know, every day, again, this is not like praying for the whole next week. This is something they prayed every day. Give us today our daily bread. And right after that, he says, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And, and so something I just want us to kind of see is that in Jesus, it just sort of flowed. I mean, just, just as we need daily, we need bread. It's like, well, we're going to probably need to be almost daily learning how to forgive or receive forgiveness. This is going to be a constant part of our lives. And it's something that needs to be part of our prayer, right? So I asked you at the beginning, I said, okay, are you a good forgiver? Are you good at that? It's something we need to become good at, something we need to practice. All right, so what does it mean to forgive, right? And the, just the scripture that always, I think it's the clearest, it's one of the longest explanations of what it means to forgive. Is in Matthew chapter 18, right? And I, I wasn't, I didn't have a stand and read this whole passage because it's it's a little bit longer. Okay. But I'm just we're just gonna kind of just quickly sort of walk through this passage because this really is Jesus explaining to us how do we forgive people. And so in the verses, we won't look at them, but in the verses right before these verses here, Jesus had just told his disciples, okay, when someone offends you or someone does something to you, how, you know, how to kind of resolve it. You go to them and you talk to them and you've just given them all these instructions. And so then Peter, in verse 21, it says, Peter came up, and so they just had this conversation, so then Peter comes up to Jesus, and he says, okay, I want to ask you a question. He says, okay, he said, Jesus, okay, it's like he said, okay, I understand that I'm supposed to forgive, so so how many times do I need to forgive? Now, I, I have heard, okay, I, I was listening one time to a guy teach, that he said that the rabbis of this time, of Jesus' time, that they said that if someone were to offend you, that you needed to forgive them at least three to four times. And so notice, Peter comes up to Jesus and he says, okay, how many, if you know, how, or how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? So, I mean, again, Peter thinks that he's being pretty generous here. 
Even if most people only forgive three to four times, what if I, I mean, seven times, this has got to be enough, right? And then Jesus says to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times, or some Bibles say 70 times seven, or just, it's just way more than what you're thinking. And so, I, again, this could be 490 times. It, it, I don't think we're supposed to get caught up in the number. She's basically saying, this is how much you think you should forgive, and this is actually over here. This is how many times you should forgive over here. That's right, Patty. That's right. That's exactly right. That's right. Exactly. So you get what I mean. That's that's kind of the effect. When he says 70 times 7 or 77, I mean, it's just it's just way more. And so when Peter hears this, he must have been thinking, how is that possible? And so then Jesus says in verse 23, he says, okay, let me, so Jesus tells him a parable. He says, let me tell you what the kingdom of God is like. Okay, so he's going to start. He says, therefore, the kingdom of heaven. Okay, when I ask you to forgive like this, let me tell you what God's kingdom is like. And remember, the reason that's important is, I mean, if you remember what Paul said, he said that we're supposed to forgive one another as God in Christ forgave you. So our standard for forgiveness is the way God forgave us. Our example for forgiveness is how God has forgiven us. And I think, friends, what we're supposed to understand is that the power to forgive is because of what God has done for us as well. He's saying, Jesus is saying to Peter, Peter, in order for you to understand forgiveness, in order for you to be able to forgive, you first need to understand what God has done for you. And so he tells this, this, this parable or this story of this king, right? And the king represents God. And he says, okay, in verse 24, he says, when he began to settle his accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. Okay, and this 10,000 talents, okay, this, this number, when you, when you hear this number, this, this was like, uh, you know, in English, sometimes we would say a bazillion. It's like, it's like almost not, not even a real number. Because 10,000 talents, you guys, one talent. So this word talent in the, in the original language, this word talent here, okay, it was, it was some Bibles at the bottom of your Bible to say was about 20 years wages. Okay, and so now remember, so Jesus says, okay, let me show you what the kingdom's like. He says a guy comes that owes 10,000 talents. Okay, so if you're good with math, you guys, 10,000 talents means that this guy owed 200,000 years wages. Right? Is my math correct? It's, it's, it's correct, isn't it? Yeah. I'm nervous because there's a bunch of teachers and stuff here. I know, but I mean, it's just like... Right? My math is correct, isn't it? Isn't it? 20 times 10,000, 200,000, right? right. Is that? Okay, all right, thank you. Okay, so... So, you guys, just understand. So, when, so when Jesus says a guy owns 10,000 talents, if a talent was 20 years wages, he's saying there was a guy that owed... 
200,000 years wages. So, it is Jesus saying that there is a person who is now This is a crazy number. This is an unim- this is just I mean beyond anything that they could really imagine, right? And so then it says verse 25 and this is this is so important. It says since he could not pay his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children all that he had and pay so I mean his life his life of his family everything is ruined. 在二十五节里面就说，主人就因为他没有钱还嘛，所以主人就要求他卖掉自己，然后还有妻子、女儿，全部都要卖掉。And what I want us to pay attention to, okay, you guys, is verse twenty-six. 那可是他想要你放重点在二十六。Because I think in some ways this is the the most important verse in this whole story. 这一节是在整个比喻里面最重要的一节。Because notice it says in verse twenty-six it says, "So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, 'Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything.'" 所以那一节就说仆人就跪下来就请他说，请宽容我，我会把一切还给你的。Okay, just let's just think for a second. 所以我们想一下。Have patience with me. And I'll pay back everything. He owed two hundred thousand years wages. Do you, do you guys do you see? Do you, he doesn't really get how much he owes. Do you see that? Do you understand? There's no way this guy can repay this. He thinks that you know what? If I just work hard enough, if I just do enough, I'll be able to make things even with this with this king. He thinks that just if I work hard enough, if I just do enough, I'll be able to make things even with this with this king. He thinks that just if I work hard enough, if I just do enough, I'll be able to make things even with this with this king. He thinks that just if I work hard enough, if I just do enough, I'll be able to make things even with this with this king. He thinks that just if I work hard enough, if I just do enough, I'll be able to make things even with this with this king. He thinks that just if I work hard enough, if I just do enough, I'll be able to make things even with this with this king. He And so, verse 27, you know, it says in English here, and out of pity for him, it's like, well, you know, what, obviously your brain doesn't work that great. So, out of pity for him, the master, that servant, released him and forgave him the debt. So, verse 27, that servant was moved with pity. Maybe he saw that his brain wasn't that great, so he released him and forgave him. But that's, I mean, so again, because the master understands, you'll never. Be able to repay, and so he just he forgives. Okay, this word forgive, just real quick, you guys. What is this word forgive? The main one that's used in the Gospels and in most of the New Testament. So this forgive or 赦免呢，其实在新约是常常用到的。It literally means just to kind of to let go or to send away something. 简单来说，就是他放他走了，放开了。This word actually was the same word that was used, like I mean, almost like with divorce, when a husband would send away his wife. Like it's this is something you're not trying, you're not going to try and get this back. This is like you're gone. 就是当好像婚姻里面，如果真的要离婚的时候，那个丈夫会说。And so the idea of forgiving, of letting something go, is you know what? You don't owe me anything. You're not, you don't have to pay me back. There's nothing you have to give back to me. This I'm just we're just letting this go. So 赦免的意思就是说，他直接就把他放手放开了，他不会想要说再可以从对方拿拿回来什么。You don't have to try and pay back. You don't have to try and earn something. It's just we're just going to let this go. 他不需要就是说在。In Hebrews chapter ten, this this is kind of the way it's described in in this in this passage, right? God is, God is talking about His forgiveness, right? And He says, and this way He says, He says, "I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more." Where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer any offering for sin. He says, "I The way God forgives, He describes it as forgetting something or just not remembering something. Now it's not that God actually forgets. I mean, we know from the scriptures that God. I mean, He has perfect knowledge, so it's not that He actually forgets, but He acts as if He doesn't remember. What you did. He says, "God does not forget. He 
happened. So, when God sanctifies you, it means that God. 哎，看到你就好像那些事情从来没有发生过一样。I will remember those things no more. You, I mean, there's another passage I didn't put it up here, but if you write down Romans chapter four, if you look at Romans four verses six and eight, I don't have it on my thing here, but just you can write that down if you want to look at that as well. 罗马书第四章六到八节也是有讲过神怎么样去看待我们，可是他今天不会再分享罗马书。如果你有兴趣的话，可以记下来去看。But God's kind of forgiveness is He treats us as if it never happened. I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. 所以神的赦免就是他已经不会再记着那些做我们做过的事情，他完全把它当成没有发生过一样。It's as if, okay, again, as if you were to go to God and say, "Hey, God, I'm sorry for that," and God would be like, "What are you talking about?" 就好像就是说，如果你再把它拿起来，就是拿提起来跟神这样说，哦，对不起，然后神就好像就说，你在讲什么、啊、？Again, we understand that He knows everything, but that's the way He treats us.、Right? 就当然神是知道你在说什么，只是他想要看待这个你从来都没有做过一样。And again, not in a joke, in a real sense, it's like you know, you're released. You don't, you don't owe God anything. You don't have to try and get something from God. Okay, now I have to be honest at this one, you guys. I'm really bad at faking the way I feel. 就是 Scott， 他现在要承认，就向大家承认说，他很难，就是假装。Some people are good at that. They can be, you know, upset on the inside and smiling on the outside. I'm just not one of those people. 有些人就很厉害，他明明心里面是。And it's just. It's because I'm not. Yeah, I'm just. I'm not mature as some people are. I don't know how many of you guys have seen these slides. Have any of you ever seen these slides before? These are like when you sometimes you compare Eastern and Western cultures. They this is like they use these. So like if you look up at the top left, that's a view of time, a Western versus a, a Eastern view of time. 就是左边的时钟就是哦，蓝色的是外国人怎么样看待时间。Right. 红色就是。And so, like you know, for for a Westerner, it's like twelve o'clock is twelve o'clock, right? So, if you know, be there at twelve. In, in an Asian culture, it's maybe like okay, well, sure, we get there around that time sometime, right? You know, again, this in general, right? Okay. Anyone want to guess what the top right is? Anyone know what the top right is a, a picture of? It's how you view leaders. Right. That's how different cultures view leaders. Right. Okay. This this bottom right one here is just basically if there's an awkward situation. Right. 呃，就是下面右下角那个蓝色的图，就是当你就是遇到一些很困难的事情的时候。Or a lot of times, Westerners just write, let's just let's just deal with this, right? You're here, right? 可能很多西方的人就觉得就就面对它，就处理它就好。But the reason I put this up here is because this is also this is uh how again if this is a generalization, but how sometimes cultures deal with anger, right? 那这个其实它想要形容就是一般来说。If a Westerner is angry or upset, you see it on their face, right? You know it. Okay. But in a lot of Asian cultures, and again, not this is not every Asian. I'm saying, but in a lot of Asian cultures, even though the person might be upset on the inside, they're still smiling on the outside because it's a group culture, right? And we want to make sure that everybody's okay. But in Asian countries, many countries, they still smile on the inside when they're upset. 心里面不想不开心的时候，他的脸好像还是没事没事的人一样。Okay, and the reason I put this up here, okay? 为什么他要把这个图放在上面呢 ？Is because when God, oops, when God says that I will remember their sins no more. 就是因为神在圣经里面说，我却不再记得他们的罪恶。What what some of us may be thinking is, sure, I know He says that, and I know He says He forgives me, but inside He's probably still really upset. 那可能就是有些人就是说好了，我原谅你，我饶恕你。可是他们其实心里面还是不开心。But you, what we need to understand is it's it's not a Western thing, it's not an Asian thing. God is the greatest forgiver of all time. 这个就不关中西方的文化不一样，就是这个就是神，他是绝对就是最高的饶恕者。And when God forgives, He's not just you know smiling on the outside but upset on the inside. No, God actually treats you as if it had never happened. 
就是神不会就是表面说我饶恕你没事，心里面不开心，他真的是把你所做的一切都忘记了。There was a story about a couple I read just recently about a couple in America. That this happened about 40 years ago now. And there, there was this couple, their 18 year old daughter was killed by a drunk driver. And it was a young man that that、uh, he got drunk. He drove his car and he killed their 18-year-old daughter. And so he was actually only given one year of community service. He didn't have to go to prison. 呃，可是就是呃，法庭就只是判了他需要做一年的，就是守行为，他不需要坐牢。But they sued, so that this this the parents sued this young man. 可是那些那那一对夫妻就还是去告那个男生。And and they they want it was over a million dollars U.S. 就是他们花了，也就是。Uh, they they won、oh, like they, they won. They 他们需要那个年轻的男生赔偿一百万给他们。Yeah, and and you know there's like he was like well obviously there's no way he could do that right. 那当然那个年轻男生没办法去赔偿一百万。So they said they said okay we'll make a deal with you. 好，那他们就说我跟你有一个协议。You only have to pay us nine hundred and thirty-six dollars. 你需要你只需要给我们九百三十六块。Right. And and they said because their daughter had lived 936 weeks. But the way he had to pay was that on every Friday she died on a Friday. So because that girl was on Friday, so the man paid. So on every Friday, he had to write a check for one dollar. And he made it out to this girl's name. He wrote her name on the check, and he had to pay a dollar every Friday. That title is for his daughter. Every Friday, a dollar. And so this, they basically said, so for 936 weeks, you're going to remember what happened. So, so the next 936 weeks, he will remember this. And the guy, there was th- four times actually where he. They took him to court because he didn't pay his check on time. Actually, this young man, he was taken to court four times because he forgot to pay. And the fourth time, the judge was had to give him thirty days in prison, and he said, "It's only a dollar. Why didn't you pay it?" The fourth time, the judge had to give him thirty days in prison, and he said, "It's only a dollar. Why didn't you pay it?" And the young man he said, "I cannot handle this anymore. I cannot take it. They're just. I cannot deal with the guilt. I cannot. I just can't live like this." 那个年轻人回答就是说，我不能再承受那个罪恶感或者是内疚了，因为他每个礼拜都需要经历一。And basically, what you saw was this. This these parents again. We understand the grief, but these parents that their their grief and the guilt that they wanted him to feel. Basically, a bunch of lives were ruined now, not just one that was lost. 就是。你可以想象，就是那一对夫妻，他这样的行为，他都是把自己的那一些呃愤怒，或者是他们没办法化解的情绪，就是牵连到那个年轻人，不只是那个年轻人，可能是更多的人。And you guys, that's exactly the opposite of the way God forgives us. 这个故事其实就刚刚好，就是跟神教导我们是相反。That's exactly the opposite of the way God forgives us. 是完全相反的。And so, when you go back to our story, just in, in Matthew 18, so this servant he gets forgiven ten thousand talents. 好，我们回来到呃马太福音。And remember, this guy obviously did not understand how much he'd been forgiven. He didn't understand what he'd been forgiven. 就是那个欠债的呃人被呃赦免了以后，他可能还没有理解到他被赦免的债是有多大。He still thought, if I just work hard enough, I do enough. Enough good stuff. I can make myself good with God. He may still think that if I work hard enough, 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 if
就是他在二十八节，他看到一个欠了他一百个银币的朋友。那这个量就大概好像是三个月的。那你看，三个月的工资也不算少。那这个这个这个这个这个这个这个这个这个这个这个这个这个这个这个这个这个这个这个这个这
what this parable is supposed to do is it's supposed to say, okay, but when we compare, when we look at what God has forgiven in us. 但可是这个比喻就是说，当我们去想到神是怎么样去饶恕我们的时候，we understand that as as much as it hurts our pride，我们就知道，就是除了我们可能就是自尊有受损，that we're actually maybe much closer to that person or much more like that person than even we would want to understand。可能我们对神来说也是那一种伤害。And it doesn't mean that our sin is the same. What I'm saying is, it's just in comparison what God has forgiven us. That's what Jesus is trying to show us here。就是这里不是说每个人犯的罪都是一样，可是在神看我们的其实就是这样子。And that's why Jesus, one of the most difficult verses in the New Testament, is actually in this parable。所以其实，呃，新约里面最难解读的。because at the end of this parable, Jesus says, verse 35, he says, So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. He says it here, he says it in Mark chapter 6, he says it in other, I mean, this is something that Jesus repeated that we have to forgive one another. Right, I want you to look at the person next to you. Okay. I want you to smile at them. Okay. Right. And I want you to say to them, I want you to say to them, forgiveness is not an, wait, no, sorry, unforgiveness is not an option. Okay, unforgiveness is not an option. That's right, yeah. Unforgiveness is not an option. Unforgiveness may not even be a word. Is that a word? Is un- I'm, see, I'm, I'm really all insecure right now with all these teachers. But it's unforgiveness. Where's Terry Pike? Is she here? Is that, is that, a, is that a word? It is a word. Okay, good, thanks. I know, I just always said it sounded... Okay, so anyway. All right, so... We're going to use it. All right, so... Unforgiveness is not an option. How can Jesus, how can Jesus say, verse 35, so also my heavenly Father do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. What, he, it, how can he tell us that? How can he say that? And I believe it's because what Jesus is saying is someone who has truly received grace will be transformed by grace. 这样，因为他相信，当我们就是接受了神的恩典的时候，我们的生命我们会被神的恩典去改变。Someone who has truly received grace will be transformed by it. 当我们真正的接受了神的恩典的时候，神的恩典会把我们的生命改变。When when Paul says forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. 就是保罗说，当我们去饶恕别人，就好像神饶恕我们一样的时候。There, there, there comes a moment, you guys, and if you are a believer, if you are truly a Christian，就是这里，如果今天你是真的相信耶稣是真正。There, there was a moment, there was a, there came a moment, okay, that where we understood that God has forgiven us, that He has done something for me that I could never do for myself. 真正跟随耶稣人呢，你就会发现神对我们生命当中做一些我们是没办法靠着自己做事情。And when my eyes get open to the beauty of the gospel, when my eyes get open to what God has done for me, when I understand how He relates to me, it starts to affect the way I relate to other people.当我们眼睛真的打开去看到神的福音、神的恩典在我们生命当中如何工作的时候，我们就可以就是看待别人彼此的时候会不一样。Now I'm not saying it's easy. Because we're still people, right? But an unwillingness to forgive. If we are unwilling to forgive, if we say, I will never forgive that person for what they did to me. I will never forgive that person. I would ask you to go back and, and, and really ask yourself, do I understand what God did for me? On the cross. And friends, if you are here and you have not received God's forgiveness, 
那在座的各位，如果你还没有真正的领受到神怎么样子去饶恕你 ，Then the reality is, is you still owe ten thousand talents. 那就现实来说，你还是欠好像二十万年的收入一样。And no matter how hard you try and work at that and try and you know, oh no, I'm going to make myself acceptable to God. 这样子的话，无论你这么的努力，怎么样去做那么多的事情 ，No matter how much you give. How many good works you do? How many times you go to the temple? None of that can repay ten thousand talents. 没有一个事情可以去偿还你的债务。That if we are God, we are all recipients of God's grace. 我们每个人都是领受神的饶恕的人。Almost done, you guys. Oftentimes, okay. Well, that's my last slide. <laughs> When we sometimes, when we think about forgiveness, 好，最后呢，就是当我们讲到饶恕的时候 ，oftentimes, just let's be honest. When we think about forgiving someone, right? 当我们在想怎么样饶恕别人的时候 ，I mean, I'll be, I'll be totally honest. This, this happens to me all the time. 他也是很诚实跟大家分享说 ，my willingness to forgive， 他愿意饶恕这个心 ，can often be based on how sorry that other person seems. 很多人是基于对方是有多亏欠，有多抱歉。If they, you know, if they're like on their knees, I'm so sorry. It's like, okay, then I'm okay, sure. 那如果对方是这样子跪着跟他说，我真的对不起你，那当然就很容易就说好了，我原谅你。But you know, as we all know, you know, in our relationships, sometimes people don't even say they're sorry. 那可是你知道，我知道，很多时候。别人基本上他不连对不起都不会说的。Sometimes my willingness to forgive is depends on whether I think they meant it or not. Did they do it on purpose? 就是有些时候我决定要不要饶恕那个人是看他是不是故意的。And to be totally honest, sometimes it just depends on whether or not I like the person. 或者是就单纯就是我看你爽不爽，我喜不喜欢。Right? I mean that's just that. I mean I'm just being honest. Maybe not you guys. I'm just being honest about myself. 就他只是单纯诚实的分享他这个几个状态。But Jesus makes it very clear in this parable. Okay? We must forgive people based on one thing. Not how sorry they seem. Not whether or not they, it seems like they did it on purpose. Not whether or not we like them. And not even if they said they're sorry or not. We make the decision to forgive based on one thing, and it's what Jesus has done for us on the cross. We choose to forgive because we know that we were forgiven ten thousand talents. We have been forgiven. One last story, and then we'll we'll close our time. As I was reading this book, the story I shared with you earlier about this kid that killed these people's daughter. 就是上一个故事就写讲说有一个年轻人醉驾，然后撞死一个女生。About ten years later, there was another mother. 就是十年后有另外一个母亲。And her twenty-year-old son was killed by an eighteen-year-old.、Uh, this also happened in America. There was a twenty-year-old、uh, boy that was shot and killed by an eighteen-year-old. 就是呃，也是在美国。I'm sorry, sixteen-year-old. A sixteen-year-old shot and killed a twenty-year-old. 好，在美国也是有发生，就是说有一个。二十岁的男生被一个十六岁的男生用枪杀了。And he was sentenced to twenty-five years. They they tried him as an adult. He was sentenced to twenty-five years in prison. 那个十六岁的男生，他被判了二十五年的，就是坐牢。And this mother knew that she was supposed to. She was a Christian, so she knew she was supposed to forgive this young man. 那个就是受害者的妈妈，她知道，因为她是基督徒，她知道她要原谅这个人。And so even at the court, she stood up and she said, "I forgive you." 所以在法庭的时候，她有站起来对那个凶手说，我原谅你。But she knew deep down in her heart that she didn't really forgive this guy. 可是那个妈妈知道，心里面其实她真的没有办法饶恕。And for the next twelve years, she struggled with unforgiveness. 所以往后的那十二年，其实她一直心里面在挣扎当中。Every time she thought of this young man, she just hated him. She wanted him to stay in prison for the rest of his life. But she knew that this wasn't the kind of forgiveness that God had called her to. 
And she felt like the Lord actually spoke to her and said, "You need to forgive this guy, and you need to bless him." And she felt like the Lord said, "Every time his name comes up, I want you just to say." I choose to forgive. And she began to do that, and as she did that, her heart actually began to change towards this young man. And she actually requested to meet with him face to face while he was in prison. And she met with him and she said, You know what? Twelve years ago I told you that I forgive I forgave you, but I really didn't. And she said, Today from the bottom of my heart, I want you to know that I truly forgive you. And then she actually just hugged him. And they just they hugged and then basically then they started meeting regularly after that. And for the next five years, she just began to, to, to you know, look after and just do whatever she could for this young man that had killed her son. And when he was actually finally released from prison, he only served uh, 16 or 17 years of his sentence. He was released from prison, and she actually threw him a welcome home party when he was released from prison. And they, they had this party for him, and everyone in that, in that room knew what he had done, but they basically just they treated him as if it had not happened. And this guy ended up actually moving next door to her, and they just ended up having this relationship. But you know, you just you you recognize the difference between those two stories, right? And, and that's the kind of forgiveness that God has shown to us. Right? All right, so I'd like to just take a moment. If we could just have the worship team come back up for a second, I want to just have us just take a couple moments um, and just to sort of reflect on something. I think there's two things that I want to just have us sort of think about and pray about as we finish our time together today. It's, it's not complicated. As a church, if we are going to be good at forgiving one another, the first thing is that we need to start with the gospel. How much have I been forgiven? Right? And, and the only way we can understand that, because some of us might think, well, I'm not that bad of a person. I really haven't done that many bad things. I don't owe 10,000 talents. But you have to understand that in God's evaluation, the way God saw it was that whatever we have done, and we've all done different things, right? But God, God saw that it was so serious that you needed the death of His Son. And what that should do for every one of us is make us recognize, okay, no matter how awesome I thought I was, if God thought it was necessary for Jesus to die on a cross, that shows me my true need. And the more I think about that, the more I meditate on that, the more I worship God for what I have been forgiven. And I, and I want to just make it clear what I'm not talking about is just if someone you know 
makes me upset or hurts me that in that moment I go, okay, I've been forgiven. I'm not talking about just in that moment. That's not what I'm talking about. 他不是讲说就是呃，随时有一个人不小心得罪我，就马上要就是说哦，我是被饶恕的那个，不是这样子。What we need to understand is that this is a posture of our life, you guys. We need to be in a place as a as a church. We need to understand. We need to be much more impressed with how much God has forgiven us than we would ever be impressed with how much we're forgiving other people. 就是这个是我们人整个人的生命，或者是我们整个教会，我们需要了解到到底我们已经被神饶恕了有多大，所以我们才可以继续的去彼此的饶恕。And so I would encourage us just in a moment, we're just we're gonna the worship team's just gonna you know play a little bit, and I want us just to just to just to recognize, just to remember again how much we've been forgiven. 就是当敬拜团队继续在就是敬拜的时候，就希望大家用这个时间去思考一下，到底在你的生命中，神对你的饶恕到底有多大。And the second thing, 第二 ，is that if there is someone right now that you are not walking in forgiveness with, someone that you are holding a grudge against, someone that you are holding something against. 呃，如果今天还是有人知道，呃，就心里面知道你有一些人，或者是你还是有一些没有办法饶恕的事情。Friends, I want to encourage you. You need to release that. 就是我们今天鼓励你说，你今天要把它释放出来。You've got to let that go. 你要把它放开。What does release look like? What does it look like to forgive someone? 那到底都是当你放开是什么意思，或是你饶恕是什么意思呢？ Basically, it's I want them to be treated the way I want God to treat me. 就代表就是说，你希望那些人被看待如同神怎么样看待你一样。I don't want God to hold something against me. 如果你不想要神就是一直纪念你一些事情。So I'm not going to hold something against them. 你也不要一直去纪念别人欠待你。I don't. I don't. I don't want to have to owe God something. 我们没有呃，我们希望我们没有亏欠神什么。So I'm not going to make them owe me something. So we don't want God to treat us. That's how we say, "Okay, Lord, I want to treat that person." So every time we think to ourselves, "I don't want to forgive them. I want them to feel sorry. I want them to have to do something." So when we in our heart say, "I don't want to forgive them. I want them to feel sorry. I want them to have to do something." We need to pray, God, show me again how much you've forgiven me. We really need to pray, God, I will, in your power, treat them. Paul said that we are to forgive one another as God in Christ forgave us. So, Lord, we thank you that you are the greatest forgiver. That you say you will remember our sins no more. You say you will remember our sins no more. And so, Lord, as we just take just a few moments, Lord, would you help us to appreciate again your forgiveness in our life? We use this time again to appreciate again your forgiveness in our life. We use this time again to appreciate again your forgiveness in our life. And God, empower us now. Empower us to just. I, I just pray for some people in here that that are holding on. To hurt and pain, Lord, would you help them now just to release that in Jesus' name? We pray for God to give us strength. Just now, in the midst, there are some people who have no chance to be released in the midst of suffering. We pray for God to give them strength to release that. So let's just take a couple of moments, church. Let's just hold our hearts before the Lord. We use this time to hold our hearts before the Lord.